right, we're trying it again here. My God. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hometown Heroes podcast for Sunday, October 29th. How you doing? <laughs> you guys doing okay? Um, all right. I got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is, as you can probably hear on my microphone right now, probably, I'm going to say probably because I just did a 10 minute intro, um, of the same nature where I went back and it wasn't, uh, but you can probably tell that, uh, that my voice sounds like I'm speaking through a microphone now. Yeah. You haven't heard that yet. Have you? Uh, except for on the old interviews. The first three episodes, the interviews, you could hear it, but the intros, definitely not. Even the one that I said, oh, you can tell that I'm talking... No. Uh, so that's the good news. You can hear me talking through a microphone. The bad news is is that uh, this next episode with Michael Linochi, it's pretty bad as far as audio quality goes. It's great as far as content goes. Probably the best. Actually, it is the best one you'll hear so far. Um because I finally didn't suck so bad at interviewing. I finally got a flow going, and it worked. Uh, plus, Michael's hilarious. He's great. Um, but, yeah, uh, it turns out that uh, somehow the the default on my audio recording program defaults to not go with what the, mic- the microphone that's plugged in. It didn't used to do this. It used to... As you can tell from the interviews, it used to default to where it would just use what you had plugged in. Here lately, it hasn't been, and that's why... Yeah, that's right. If you're putting the things two, two things together right now, you realize that uh, I've been speaking through a microphone plugged in with all this equipment, and with the audio that it's actually using is my laptop microphone. Yeah. Which means this next episode where me and Michael are sitting here talking with headphones and microphone and mixer, equipment, everything plugged in. Uh, yeah, we might as well have been speaking with hairbrushes. Uh, we might as well have had a couple beer bottles in our hands speaking into them. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole time I was listening back, I was like, Michael's been a comic for 10 years or so. Does he not know how to speak into a microphone? Why does it sound like he's so far away? It's because he was so far away from my laptop. That's why it sounds like that. So turn it up. Uh, I get it if you're like, I can't fucking listen to this. Uh, if you get halfway through, you're like, this sound, like, I can't pay attention to the content because it sounds so bad. I get it, all right? But uh, I would say give it a try. Try to power through it because it's actually a great episode. It really is. Uh, and, and Mike... If you're listening to this, uh, maybe we'll have uh, maybe we'll have you back on. We'll do another like a part two at some point um, for redemption. But whatever, uh, you live and you learn, right? And then on top of this is that uh, I just you know I, I I fixed it right. Okay, so I did. Uh, Avery Pearson came by yesterday. We did an episode. Great episode. Fantastic. Look for that next week. Um, first foreign episode. If you can count Canada foreign, um, I fixed it like right as he was walking in. I realized what was going on right as he was coming in. So with that one, it's all perfect. It's all great. It's going to be great. Um, and so I fixed it yesterday. And then when I came on to do the intro for today, for today's episode, um, I thought I 
thought I fixed it again. I thought since I changed the default setting, I guess it went right back to how it was. So I recorded an entire 10 minute intro a second ago and uh, went back to play it back. And uh, sure enough, still sounded like shit. So whatever. Uh, but whatever. You live and you learn, right? How you guys doing? We're at four minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm mentioning it. It's all right. Uh, what's going on? What's happening in the world right now? What's happening in your hometown? Hmm? Hmm? Out here in my new hometown of Los Angeles, we are working to win that World Series. Who's watching it? Who's watching in this World Series? Amazing. Dodgers are going to win. It's been a couple heartbreaking losses the past couple nights, but last night we uh, we got back, so tied it up. Alex Wood killing it. Oh, man. And then tonight we bring back the greatest pitcher of all time, Mr. Clayton per- Kershaw. Kershaw? It's going to be good. Um, but, you know, we're the bad guys because, you know, Houston's got the uh, – we're the baddies. We're the heel of this uh, of this wrestling match because Houston's got the, the hurricane shit, right? Playing off – that's already been done, Houston. All right? New Orleans already won the Super Bowl the year of it. All right, so you can't you can't come. Oh man, it's early. It's Sunday at eleven thirty. All right, the game's on. I'm watching the Patriots because my Titans are on the bye. Why do they call it a bye anyway? B Y E. A bye week? Is it like goodbye? Yeah, I mean that's that's that bye right? Not B U I. B-U-Y, I mean. So it's bye, like goodbye. That's such a weird, that's such a child, childish term, right? Bye. We're not, we're not, we're not going to play this week. We're, we're going to say goodbye to the other teams, okay? What is that? Just call it an off week. Vacation, something. Why bye? That's so weird. Um silliness anything else talking about football talking about baseball uh let's in, let's let's get a good intro to this episode right we got michael Inochi here all right he's a funny comic doing big things keep an eye out for him he's gonna he's gonna blow up here soon he uh he's been featuring for crystalia the past couple years i think um at least the past year uh he last this past summer he got uh new faces at jfl that's just for laughs in montreal that's a big deal that's the closest thing we have in modern day uh stand up to uh the the old carson days obviously it's not the same as carson uh but the idea of like we had something back in the day where if you got on carson you kind of that was a that was a cementing that you were you were gonna you were gonna be successful at least you got a Carson spot, and then if he called you over or gave you if he gave you the the thumbs up or called you over or whatever, uh, that was like cementing that you were gonna be a star basically, and then that once he was gone that's been that's never been the same like as far as there's not any for better or for worse honestly. Um, there's there's not that one particular thing that you can get that will uh cement your success but uh the closest thing i think stand up has is just for laughs 
new faces and that's been going on for a long time um as just uh hey you know the industry wants you to be successful right they're counting on you and uh he got it so big ups to mr lanooch follow him on social media i think he's just at michael lanoochie um you know if i was a good host i'd probably look that up instead of just saying i think um but i'm learning uh for real this is a great episode guys no joke i i encourage you to power through my idiocy of uh my lack of uh technical prowess <laughs> uh and really try to listen to this because uh it's great um he does a good job his hometown outside fort lauderdale um great story great history i'm gonna all, all i'll say is uh titan of the bean patch i'll let you guys listen to the rest of that if that doesn't entice you enough um a lot of his his hometown it's a it was uh it's all about uh having vision and uh going for that vision really working hard to to get that vision uh accomplished and uh, that suits him. That suits Mr. Michael Anochi because uh, that's kind of what he did too, right? He wanted to be a comic. He's coming out here and made it happen. Uh, so I love that. I th- I've, I'm starting to notice that that happens a lot with these episodes. I, just, you know, I don't know if I already mentioned it. I did Avery Pearson uh, yesterday. Um, that'll be uh, that'll be next week's episode, and it's very similar, very similar. People, uh, it's cool to see how people uh, emulate the stories of their hometowns right? I'm really loving this podcast. That's why, listen, any other thing that I would have done that I would have had this much trouble with, um, as far as a project goes, like just one thing right after another of shit, just not working correctly. Uh, I probably would have been like, you know what? Screw it. It's not worth the headache. But this podcast, uh, I feel like it actually is. The more people I talk to about their hometowns and like seeing like how it really, it really does. For better, whether you love your hometown or you hate it, uh, like it or love it, it really does shape who you become. Uh, so, uh, so please listen to this one uh, and see how uh, Michael Inochi's hometown shaped him. Uh, all right, cool. Stay tuned. Uh, Linochi's, uh Dolphins just beat my Titans. It's really bad. Do you want me to keep this up here? Or can I put you can it right do whatever here? you want with it. That's yeah. there for you. I'm going to put it right here. You have a book that says The Comedians. Mm-hmm. It's a good Did book. It? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right, we're here with Michael Inochi. Welcome, man. That's uh, So you just jump right into it? Yeah, we're here. We're already going. What? What's your accent again? Accent? Yeah, you have an accent. Is it Southern? Do I have a Southern accent? No, but I just realized when I saved your number that you're, you're from Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, Nashville. Well, I'm from McEwen, Tennessee, which is another small town, which is what this whole thing is about. I'm not really from a small town. You're not from a small town, but everyone's from a small area, right? You're from Miami, basically. No, like Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, Suburbs of Fort Lauderdale. But the suburbs of it. What's it called? Which, population over 100,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coral Springs, Florida. That's where you're from. Uh Uh-huh. You want to hear about it? I mean, it's your podcast. Do you know about it? Do you know a lot about Coral Springs? Yeah, pretty much. It was founded in the seventies, maybe sixties. All right, 60s. here we'll we'll do a the little first half of the show. We'll we'll do a little uh, research in on Coral Springs. This is when you guys go to sleep if you listen. Yeah, Coral Springs is a city in Broward County, Florida. 
approximately 20 miles northwest of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, who's fucking listening to this? They're listening. College You'll students? see this. You'll see. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> it's oh, the God. principal city of Miami metropolitan area. You just taking notes? Fucking. <laughs> 70% white and Hispanic. Sorry 20, about your car ride to work right now. This is great. This is South Florida. This is South Florida. You're yeah. from South Florida, and I wanted to talk to you about this. You're from South Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been to South Florida. Yeah. I've been all around Florida. I've been all around you could Tampa. Be, you could be from South Florida. You have a look. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. It seems like everyone from uh, South Florida is either like you know got the Hispanic Cuban look, uh-huh. have that accent, or they just sound like they're from New the York. Northeast. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Northeast. Uh, Northeast people settled there, so that's why... There's a lot, you know. The grandparents did, and then they raised the the baby boomers. The baby boomers kid, those kids settled. Their parents came down because they came from Europe to New York, mm-hmm. and then they, the Europeans retired in Florida, and then raised their baby boomer generation in South Florida. And you're Lenoci, that's Italian, right? Yeah. And they're an Italian New York guy, and you're down in Florida. But you were born and raised in South Florida, right? Yeah, no, I have no affiliation with me. Isn't that funny? Oh, right. like my dad lived in Boston for a little bit. Oh, Bo- oh, I can hear a little Boston. Yeah. I can hear a little bit of that. All right, so the history of Coral Springs. This is where it gets really good. His- oh, history of Coral Springs. Okay, yeah, hold on, guys. Are you ready Make for this? Do you know anything about the history of it? I mean, a little bit. All right, well, I mean, There's not really much history. Please stop me if you think, like, either something's wrong or Most you feel Most of the like- history of Coral Springs involves me. Okay, all right. Here we go. Coral Springs is a planned community. Uh, that means, you know, yeah. built by a real estate company. Yeah. Built upon marshy lands that were previous, previously bought up by early 20th century green bean mogul Henry Lyons. Do you know about him? Uh, n- no. Well, the whole... Of course st- I don't. All right, well, you're going to find out. Between 1911 and 1939, Henry Bud Lyons bought up most, most of the marshy lands that would later become Coral Springs and created the largest green bean farm in the country the country had ever Holy seen. shit. The largest green bean. Oh, my God. And he shipped the legumes to the north and to the west. That's insane. I'm so glad that I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> this is definitely... Well, you know, you know what? When I first read that, I was uh, I was wondering, why only to the north and to, what? to the west? For green beans? Yeah, but then I realized the south and east is just water for him, right? There's nothing to the south and east to... Oh, Florida? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's almost an island. Yeah, exactly. You think about it. I don't know. I thought maybe... I explained this the other night to someone. I go, uh, people were like, how is that? So someone was saying, like, how's North Carolina or something? Like, how's that considered the south? I go, pretend Florida's not there. That's the south, all those states. If Florida's not a part of America, mm-hmm. those states are the south. Florida's yeah, exactly. not considered the south. Really, the north well, of it is, but South Florida, it's considered like island. Yeah, exactly. You know everything, I mean? everything everything below Tampa yeah, is, Tampa, is Tampa not south the south. Tampa South is like islandy, and then like the south, Tallahassee, of course, is the south. It's the north like beach house, basically, yeah. at that point. So, But like all those states, like even Tennessee is considered the south. Yeah, totally. Of course it is. Uh, Henry Bud Lyons. All right, guys. This uh, he was famous. You know what his nickname was in the industry, in the agriculture industry. This Green is how big bean of- Henry, the Titan of the Bean Patch, which is the name of your favorite football team, Titan. Yeah, exactly. He was the first Titan. Uh, this is a man who did great things in his life, yeah. Henry Lyons. Right? Like, I mean, take notes, guys, because you will be tested on this. Exactly. If you get, if you get, you don't get the title of uh, Titan of the Bean Patch, but. 
Yeah, this guy was slaying pussy, by the way. Absolutely. Just fucking crushing it. Oh, well, that's it's funny you mention that, because then he, when he died in 1952, his wife immediately ceased bean production. Production. Can you believe that? She hated it. Dude, she didn't want it. She was tired of being... How many, how many nights a week did she have to cook green bean casserole and also, shit, right? Yeah, he probably loved the green beans more than he loved her. Way more. She made, it got her jealous. He was like... One one time she walked in on him jerking off over his green beans. Exactly. She's she's bitching about making yeah. beans. It's like the, those beans put this yeah. out. You know. You know his wife was the first person to actually use vinegar on green beans, and that's where that came from. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was just her tears. That's basically. a fact. Yeah. Uh, he. You know. She immediately ceased bean production and converted the whole place to cattle grazing. Right. Well, and that is a good thing. Is it? I think. <clears throat> She's an awful part. I mean, that guy worked his whole life to become that, you know? Well, we don't know what he was doing on the side. That's it's the true. thing. The green bean thing was just a cover for what he was really doing, and he was shipping marijuana and cocaine and Cuban cigars into okay. Florida. So All right. people don't know about that side. I know because I'm from Cold Springs. Henry so. Lyons, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. That's the legend of the line. Um <laughs> All right, so you know she she sells all of it, or or no, she just transformed it into a cow patch basically, uh-huh. and then the post World War II real estate boom comes. You know, this is whenever the whole country, and this is going to come up in a lot of episodes with a lot of towns, really, because uh, it was a theme to your podcast, uh, post World War II. <laughs> Uh, real estate boom. Yeah, cool. exactly. The so real estate boom. I mean, come on. Like this is whenever this is whenever podcast. people wanted to, you know, create their own little Jetsons yeah. in neighborhoods where everything's perfect. Oh yeah, Cold Springs was definitely made for like it's not what if the people who made Cold Springs saw it today, they would be disappointed. Oh really? Yeah. Well, the people who made it had a very specific uh, thing in mind, and particularly it was middle class white people. Exactly. <laughs> James S. Hunt of Coral Ridge Properties. This is a guy who had a vision, much like Henry Bud Lyons. It was like immediately something about this place has an entrepreneurial spirit here. Uh, he comes in when he found Lyons's property. He persuaded Mrs. Lyons sex with her obviously yeah. uh, widow, uh, to sell it to him for one million dollars which back then is like 30 million dollars today true but you know mr lyons was rolling in his grave right you know yeah. in his mind that was going to be the next campbell soup dynasty you know it probably would have been probably would have been and this this guy this just lady. turned it into an awesome time for kids in the 80s oh yeah early 90s uh, his singular vision was to transform cow pastures into the best places to live in America. Uh, do you know what some of the other names of Coral Springs were uh, before? originally? Uh, before they decided on Coral Springs? Swampland. Papano Springs? Does that make any sense to you? There's a Pompano. Oh, that's what it it's is. Pompano. I can't read. Because there's actually Pompano. There's I, don't Pompano. Know what, I don't know what that is. Pompano is a city in Bar County. Oh. Oh, and this was the Pompano Beach, and then there's Pompano, and you know, Coles, Cold Springs. That's considered Pompano, yeah. Quartermore. That was another one. Does that make Never sense? Never heard of that one. Mm. Uh, Hunt, Hunt had a vision of an ideal city free of neon signs, billboards, obnoxious house colors, and clo- clotheslines. He hated clotheslines. Apparently, yeah. uh, he wanted to present a gracious landscape. Uh, beginning with a covered bridge and a colonial-style brick buildings, he had a vision. Uh, 
He wanted everything per. I mean, this is back in the Jetson days, right? This is when the, people the, thought like the Jetson days. Yeah, you know, yeah. when the Jetsons was on TV, people wanted people wanted uh, you know futuristic yeah, neighborhoods yeah, yeah, yeah. where you didn't have to leave. Because uh, before this, you either lived in the city, hustle and bustle, or you lived out out on a cow pasture, right? Yeah. Uh, in 1965, Hunt put on a land rush sale. This is where you you know tell people to come out, buy the land cheap now before we start building it up. Uh, what celebrity do you think this guy got to come and help build, uh, sell? This, it, is, it this was, is 1965. It was Elvis Presley. It was not. I would venture to say almost just as big, though. It was um, the other guy. Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. He got Johnny Carson to come out and help him. Sell. This, is, this is the spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit. It's weird because, you know, com comedy and then... So there's the spirit of comedy in the same city. which is which built you yeah it's, yeah I no mean sense I think not I don't I don't think so ten thousand people showed up for the sale consuming three tons of barbecue it was a huge success he sold he sold uh, five million dollars worth of uh, stuff I five mean, million which in this today's world is what like a hundred million dollars well 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 it would be like fifteen million. This guy, I mean, I honestly, I'm starting to think this Hunt guy, I mean, this is Bud Lyons just, you know, reincarnated. Like he, uh, this is the type, this is typical Titan of the Bean Patch. Uh, yeah. So uh, then, what, and then, and then what happened next? What happens next is, uh, old Big Dick Jimmy Hunt, uh, he, uh, he knew how to sell some shit and later, in fact, sold his whole company, Coral Spring Properties, to Westinghouse Electric for. Forty million dollars. Forty million dollars. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. You didn't let me. Say I didn't it. let I you knew did. that, but you knew I knew the facts. I, I'm pretty knowledgeable about coal, coal springs. Uh, that the, the Westinghouse, as you may know, this is an electric company, big time. Uh, they came and bought it up uh, because they wanted to use this uh, neighborhood as a, like a as a laboratory, basically, you know, to like really make some shit. And the CEO of them, of uh, Westinghouse, his name, Joseph. Joseph. Philip, Philip uh, Tar, Tar, Lip, uh, what high school did you go to? Uh, Joseph Lip, Taravella. Taravella. There you go. This is the guy. This is you the should guy. know this. Your high school was that, named after Which it. is the last year of the high school. They're closing it this year. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. We'll get there. Uh, Joseph Philip. You knew Taravella. that. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, he bought it. Um, so he could use it as an urban uh, laboratory to test new products. It built three electrolab houses with... Such innovations as central air, intercom, central vacuum, home sewage disposal systems, sensory lights, and an electric car. Electric car in the 60s, man. Talk about this. This is one of the more exciting episodes. It really is. It really is. We're going to get to you. This is all about your town, though, right no, no, now. No, no, I don't, know. I don't care to get to me. I'm more into the town. <laughs> okay, well, you should, you should learn <laughs> about once we it. You get, should know about it. Once we get to 84, I can catch you up with that. Okay, the rest of the we'll get, we're getting there. Uh, they wanted to make the Jetsons for real. Uh... The city's uh, historically low crime rate was marred in the early 90s, though. So this this city had well, an amazing... Who raised it, who exactly. Was raised the this, place, this place was uh, famous for how safe it was because they built it for that. And then for some reason in the early 90s, uh, teen gang fight violence uh, made headlines. And, uh, and then it subsided in 1995. So what happened? Wait. In the early 90s, from like 1990 to 95... 
the place just turned to shit because of teen gang violence. It definitely wasn't shit. I definitely think not it got shit, worse. but just it, I think it got it actually got worse. Like today, it's the it's worst. It's bad now. Actually, no, yeah, no, it's, it's funny. Not, not bad, bad, but it just hasn't. But it's not like uh, what it was. Every twenty years, it just hasn't. Like it definitely, like I remember, like you know, there was definitely more like. It wasn't like gangs like you would have in like big cities like L.A. or New no, York. Yeah. It was more like just like punks maybe breaking cars and like coming up rival mm-hmm. high school parties mm-hmm. and starting fights. But like no one ever died or got shot. No, there was no violence like of guns. It was just guns. It would just be like you're thirty now, right? Thirty three. So it'd be like normal high school fights. But like by the time I was in college, I was hearing that Terravella was getting a little like uh, getting a little little flip uh, again. Thuggy, yeah, yeah, and I and it was uh, it wasn't a one of one of the top rated high schools anymore. As it was as it, but it was in the nineties. Yeah, all the schools in Coral Springs were one of the highest rated schools in the nineties, and then probably right at but by the late two thousands today they're not anymore. Terravella was ranked uh, within the top one percent of all public high schools in the United States. It was also a recipient of the Blue Ribbon School of Excellence, uh-huh. awarded in nineteen eighty seven. And had an FCAT score of A all the way up until the 2015, uh, 2015 year where it got downgraded to C. Yep. Lenochi knows his shit. See? All right? He knows good, it. It was a good town, but, and I, and I know, I, I want to tell you, you why. You left. I want to tell you why it got, but it's going to sound super racist. No, you can tell me that. That's fine. It, it, it is because, uh, you know, uh, a lot of South Florida. If you go back to the history of South Florida, a lot of the violence in Miami in the 60s was Cubans, mm-hmm. drugs, and all yeah. that. And it took 30 years for like more islanders and stuff like, basically immigrants uh-huh. coming up north. And it, was, it, pushed, it pushed people more north Florida. Like a lot of like white people were like, we're, we're going to Palm Beach. Now, if you go to Palm Beach, it's quieter. It's what mm-hmm. Broward County was. Sorry, I'm just going to title this uh, episode, Michael Lenochi is racist. Dirty Islanders. Okay. Um, no, I mean, well, there's a lot of illegals, but they're not bad people, but they are, there's a lot of, like, they can't get jobs, so they make their... Exactly. It, it causes disruption. I mean, That's in the 60s, saying. there was the, a huge co- cocaine. It was mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, in the 80s, it had a 80s, huge... Not, I mean, it still is today. There's so many drugs. I mean, when uh, ecstasy became so popular, Mm -hmm. it was coming in through the ports of Miami. So it's like, there's always going to be drug problems in South Florida. It's just it was staying in Miami and south of Miami. And then over the years, it's going to climb its way up north, more north. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, don't they say fashion comes from New York, comes like this, pop culture comes from like LA, and then party trends come from uh, Miami. And that's it all. And all meets in Tennessee last. We got we get everything last. Um, all right, yeah. So that's uh, so that's pretty much the history there. All right. Yeah. You want to know some, about some notable people before we get to the most notable person the most, sitting across? The most notable thing I remember when younger, I know notable people I know uh, was the band uh, Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. We, they were at, actually kind of already big when we were in uh, high school. So back in mm-hmm. 1999, they were all already doing pretty well. Dan Morgan played for the Carolina Panthers, and he went to University of Miami. Mm-hmm. He's probably the most famous football player that went to our high school. 
Taravella. Yeah, he went to Taravella. So uh, if you're listening to this, wondering who's Newfound Glory again, just think of every movie, teen movie you saw. Their yeah, songs they, they were did well, on. and they, they did they really still, well. They but probably, it was, they definitely got some money in the bank. Oh, dude, and they, they probably still work today. I always say, being a they weren't a one hit wonder. They had a, quite a few hits that were all in those movies. But I always say, being a one hit wonder, if I was a musician, that would be what I would want to do. Yeah, I mean, even they money. might not be able to sell out like a stadium, but they could probably do theaters still. Absolutely, and, and constantly, forever. probably make a good buck. But um, biggest football player from Coal Springs, there's probably a lot, but from what I remember was Dan Morgan. He played in the NFL and he went to my high school. No other professional athletes to this point that I know came out of my high school. Mm-hmm. But out of Coal Springs, there's definitely a few because some people would go to. Um, they would go to not so there was Douglas and there was Coal Springs High. There was three high schools there, but then there was a private school, St. Thomas, that was like in Fort Lauderdale. But a lot of Coal Springs people live there. St. Thomas is one of the has probably produced some of the most uh, the high the most NFL players out of any high school in America. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, people so. don't people sleep on Florida when it comes to football. I don't know why it doesn't make any sense. California, Florida, Texas. California, yeah, but I would say Florida is. People always say Texas. You know, that's a Florida. That's a football sure. state. Florida, just as much, if not more. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nice. Well, they're good. I mean, the recruitment. They, they, Miami. They try to get all of the mm-hmm. best guys. Absolutely. One time they got like fourteen guys from one high school. It was hard. I didn't want to pad the stats with Coral Springs too much because it was hard. Most of the uh, football players I found were actually they would just list Fort Lauderdale. So yeah. it's hard. It's hard to. Well, that's probably because they went to St. Thomas. Exactly. Which is Fort Lauderdale. What if I told you uh, probably the most notorious. Uh, terrorist of all time yeah i remember this oh you do okay well, yeah because yeah. i was in high school when that yeah happened. exactly he there was an uh he rented out an apartment at one point how close was it okay so let me tell the story for everyone Walking distance. muhammad oh really okay uh-huh. awesome muhammad atta <laughs> the guy who basically orchestrated the entire attack on uh you know 9/11. I mean, he was the guy, he was like, There's so many people obviously involved. he was like the captain here. I you never know? know. They said he, he was the one who flew one of the planes. Exactly. Well, he was definitely but on. How they, I always plane. was like, how do they know who yeah, was actually flying the plane? I guess they, they, don't know who. They, they assume just based on. They just, like, know, uh, they just know what five guys were on each flight. Exactly. Flag, you know what I mean? So he was on one of the, one of the World Trade Center flights, and uh, basically he rented an apartment at uh on atlantic before atlantic boulevard yeah atlantic boulevard close mm-hmm. to where i lived and probably less than a half a mile from my high school yeah and this is like where he like would this is like the place that he would bring people in let them stay there for a little bit and then they'd go like learn how to fly a plane uh pretty nearby actually yeah and you said that it was walking distance for your you could yeah. have stopped 9-11 from happening and maybe just, uh, i've actually been in that apartment complex before really so yeah. if you would have just been as uh, like which was, if you would have been a little racist like people are you know you could have been like hey that guy's a terror like you know that could have been the one time like that being funny. like prejudiced would have yeah, saved because because of how like you we didn't, i didn't know what racism was until i actually mm-hmm. got older and moved to la because mm-hmm. but like you didn't you know there wasn't yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have never thought anything of brown people. Yeah, I, I didn't even. Oh, I always say racism uh, was more towards like it would be black people or Spanish people, but like never thought anything of. Up into up until nine eleven, uh, Arabs were white. Yeah, you know, we that was just yeah, when we yeah, lost yeah, yeah. our whiteness. We were totally white. We were like Italians, off brand Italians for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, but in South Florida, it, there's no because there's just there's everyone. yeah everyone yeah everyone's yeah. 
Everyone's a, Although, you know, in elementary school, looking back now, I remember there was only like maybe one or two black kids in my class. Except for those dirty islanders that you went yeah. out of there. But yeah, then when high school, it started getting more, less white, and we were like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> is, that, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, do you know this name? I couldn't figure out, I couldn't find an age on her because, uh, you know, she's a model. Um, but uh, Yale Markovich, do you know who that no. is? She went to J.P. Terravella High. How uh, old is she? I, I couldn't find an age, but she won the 2012 Miss Israel uh, competition. So 2012, she's 2012 probably like 23, Israel. right? In no, 18. Oh, really? I think you're younger. You're that young? 18, 19. Mm. So she's just not in my... Okay, she's not in she's your thing. Yeah, that's well, what I was on. You're not 30 when you're winning these things. <laughs> yeah, I and know. That was f- five years ago, so... Okay. Uh, well, she won Miss Israel. She went to your high school. Well, um, she went there a little too late. She should have been there when I was there. Yeah. Um, well, she, I think she's here now. She owned a beauty spa in Beverly Hills until she sold it last year for a lot. And made a made a big killing. I think what's her name's from Coal Springs. The singer, Who's what's her name? One of the most famous singers right now. Uh, Rihanna. No. Beyonce. With a, a white girl. Uh, the, a young one, not Selena Gomez, but uh, the other one. Um, the, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. You know? It's sad that I know who you're talking about. She, she's, she's uh, dated, she dated the one rapper. I am not going to know about dating. Looks real young. Yeah, you know? exactly. I know who you're talking about. She's the one Cole. who looks like a kid. I think she's from Cold Springs. Oh, yeah? I think. I don't I mean, think so. I did a lot of research Google on where she's from. I'm going to Google it right Let's now. Let's find out what's her name. Uh, try to figure out what her name is. Um. Not Selena Gomez. Ah. She was alive. Yeah, God, not she's, Not Selena uh, Gomez, but the other one. She's the... The, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Ariana. See where she's from. See what pops up. All right. Hometown. Hometown. This is riveting. Um, Boca Raton. City right up next city over, pretty much. But is it two cities over? Yeah. Two cities. It's go, It goes. Cold Don't Springs, try to pet. Cold Springs, Parkland, Boca. Here, I here's something I want to try to tell all my guests that come on here. It's not a, it's not a competition. You don't have to pad your stats. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying it's it's that's all. It's, it's all relatively you know. the same. Oh, how about this? Boca to Cold Springs is like going from, you know, here to to Santa Monica, but actually wouldn't take as long. Okay. How about that? All right, that's fine. Yeah. Um, she's still. I would. I'll bring her up whenever I bring someone up from Boca Raton. Um, but you won't because there's no comics from Boca. Unless yeah. you have Eric Andre on here. Eric Andre, maybe one day we'll see. Uh, all right, so that's that's the uh, that's, that's the history the, and notable. That's the podcast, guys. But yeah. you probably didn't even make it to that because you fell asleep because <laughs> you were learning about Cold Springs. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they care. They care because uh, whenever uh, I post this, it's going to be posted. That's for you, by the way. That's really? water for you. Yeah, it's water. Wow. Uh, I know. This is church. What's your, what, what's your ethnicity again? You uh, doing stuff. What? Having, that's Getting water in like different types of bottles. Yeah. That's a, it's a it's canteen. It's a club thing. You know? It's not a club thing. Or restaurants do this. Thing. Yeah, restaurants do LA that. restaurants. Yeah. Uh, Michael's upset because I gave him water not already in a cup. No, it's just like, I'm not upset. It's just cute, I guess. It's adorable. Life from New York. That's the second book I'm looking at. Uh, Michael Anochi, you're from Coral Springs, yeah. and so now this is a this is part where we and I'm I'm learning with this podcast. Like it's it's evolving into different things. What episode is this? This is episode four. Oh, episode four. Yeah, nice. Um, so so by episode thirty five, this will be a totally different podcast. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
This is how. The, that's what happens. So we're going to talk about you growing up. So you lived. Uh, you lived in South Florida your whole life, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Until uh, yeah. I mean, until I went to college. Where'd you go to college? FSU, and that's in Tallahassee. All right, we'll get there. Uh, so you you grew up you you're born and raised in uh South Florida. Holy Cross Hospital in Fort Lauderdale. That's where we're starting. We're starting at the birth. Um, Holy Cross Hospital in Fort Lauderdale, right off of. Pretty sure that's uh. How was it? How'd you like? How'd you like growing up there? I liked coming out. I was like, I'm alive when I was born. I yeah. liked that part. What I, you, I remember seeing my dad. He looked like, oh my god, I have a boy. Earlier we were talking about Coral Springs, how it was made to be like this perfect little uh, it was, suburb. It was. I was had, it great? There was 15 kids in my neighborhood, and we were just running around the streets playing sports and riding bikes around. That's awesome. I always wanted that. See, yeah. I lived in the middle of nowhere. I lived in the woods. No one was near me. Uh... And so I had to play with like sheep and chickens. So you had that like yeah. you had that classic like Goonies. It was the Sandlot. That's awesome, man. The Sandlot was my life. And some people like I've heard people like be like, oh, like my wife was kind of like that. She hated it. You really? loved you liked it. You of loved- course, because I was we were always playing pickup football game. Every we were always playing sports in the streets, hide and go seek, manhunt, tying rope across streets and making cars run into it. But once we got in our teens, we started being you know fooling around. Throwing water balloons at cars, mm-hmm. you know. There's just we were always having fun, and it was Sleep the same overs. guys the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I I still keep in touch with them like through like Facebook or like maybe two texts a year. Mm-hmm. They're not like my best friends like I have from high school and college, but I know all of them. Yeah, and they still like when I go back to Florida and after I have a show, they come out and stuff. Hell yeah. They're all, like, they're all married with kids and stuff, so it's like, bye. Do you think you would, oh, they're all married with kids, do they still all live there? Um, no, they're all spread out. I mean, they all, they're, most of them are still in South Florida, yeah. Do they? Not in Cold Springs. One might, one's in Cold Springs, yeah. Do you think, do you think uh, a lot of them probably, like, wanted to keep the, you know, not if you had a kid, would you want to have, like, raise them here, or would you want to raise them somewhere like that? Well, I'm not leaving here. So, you so would he would him. have to. He would have to, yeah. Regardless of whether it's fun for him or if it's a good school. So you're selfish? Yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same also, way. I'm not probably going to have a kid. Yeah, I mean, I have a kid here. I, that's that's another reason I wanted to start this podcast, because I feel like everyone, like you said, like at People first... go it, where the schools are. That's what you do once you're a parent. You Once they're like five or six, you want to go where the better... Good schools, not are, if you can afford to see. But some people don't think like that. Not, that's how people, when you're in a city like this, do. Some people think like I need to go to a whole town for my kid. You know a what town? I mean? Oh, really? Like a place like. Coral but Springs. usually, if you go to a a, a good school, if, if the schools are r- 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 rated good, mm-hmm. that's going to be a good one of those kind of towns. Anyone can grow up anywhere, and it's totally fine. That's yeah. why. That's my. That's my philosophy. That's true. You know, and but that's why. That's why. Like, I kind of like got into thinking about like you know where people grow up. It's it what it's what makes them. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. My wife grew up in a place like you. My kid has been. She started kindergarten right here. Yeah, I can't imagine what that's like. It's right? Isn't that isn't that crazy? But I mean, she's a normal kid. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just it's just different. It was just like yeah, everyone had a backyard. Everyone had a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. My kid's backyard that, is the whiskey a go go on the Sunset Strip. You just might not like. You, I didn't see a homeless guy. You know what I mean? If you grow up here, you're gonna see that. Yeah, not exactly. That bad, but like you didn't see no, bad yeah. things. Like the worst things that would happen is like, oh, did you hear about the car accident up the street? Mm-hmm. Like that. You know what I mean? There was never like, it was news when there was like, oh, one time there was a story about like a shooting, 
Yeah. You know, there's going to be shooting everywhere. Like, you're, oh my God, someone shot someone. And that was like in the late 90s. And it made like, it was the first shooting in Coral Springs history. It totally, I tried to find some crazy story. There's definitely no Florida Man stories coming out of Coral Springs. It's a, it's a very... Uh, no, there was definitely, I'm trying to think. There's definitely, I remember there was what, like a big breaking in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like in the house hiding. And he jumped out the window when he came home. And that, that was crazy. That was it? Yeah, so this is it. This is this is your that you're a kid. You're growing up in this perfect kid place. You yeah. know, you get to you basically get to live out the Goonies and Sandline and all that. Oh yeah. You get to high school. How's that? How, what's going on in high school? High school was a good, fun high school. Yeah. We had, like our soccer program was good because of soccer players are better in South Florida. Yeah. We weren't good at football. You played football? No. Oh, what did you play? I didn't you play didn't, any sports. You didn't do any sports. What were you doing? What were you doing? Smoking pot and being class clown. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed you were like a like the jock kid. I well, I I was. I just didn't like. I well, well, it doesn't was, sound it, like you were the jock if you didn't. Well, play I sports. wasn't the jock, but like you didn't have to. It wasn't like a high school in the sixties and seventies and eighties where it's like, yeah, he's like you could be a good athlete yeah. and not play for high school okay. teams like. You just put, there were so many pickup games and there was rec leagues, nonstop mm-hmm. rec leagues. So I played soccer and baseball growing up my whole life, and then by the time I got high school, that's when you fade out if you're not good enough to be like yeah, go to a collegiate level eventually. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like I also was a bad student in ninth grade and tenth grade, mm-hmm. and didn't like get back on track till like junior senior year. Well, what so, was going on? What was going on? I think it? I was just like a late bloomer, and then I got bad at sports, so maybe I just started like. I watched Half Baked, started smoking pot, didn't care about school as much. Just wanted to have fun. I wasn't like a bad kid. You I sound just, like a bad kid. No, it depends what a bad kid to you. Like, I wasn't a bad kid. Like, I was get, doing breaking the law, like, being a degenerate, going around town, breaking into cars and shit. I was just like, I would go to school, and I would do whatever I had to do to get by. But, like, I wanted to, like, fool around and just always hang out with friends and play video games. And then, like... Yeah, I would go outside and throughout the neighborhood and play, pick up football games and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I, I eventually didn't didn't care to, like, go to practices and stuff. I was like, this is boring. That got boring. And then school was just so boring for me. So you didn't like high school? Either. I liked going to school. I didn't like doing the work in school. Uh-huh. I liked being at school. I had fun at school. What was I the... hated waking up early. You know? What was, uh, tell me, what's some of the crazy shit that happened in high school? Any any one particular story you can remember in high school? It sounds like this high school was, like, it sounds like the whole, te- like, you know, you had this, like, perfect, like, place, and then, like, in high, high school, it seems like, this high school seems like it has some dirty closets, right? There's something happened in this high school, for one sure. One time, there was, like, a kid, senior year, there was a couple kids that, there was, like, these kids, they were trying to, there was, like, these two guys going around, like, Broward County robbing 7-Elevens, mm-hmm. and they ended up being out of school. Rich kids? No. Oh, really? No, they were... That sounds they like were, a... They were the ones in the, uh, the apartment building with it. <laughs> oh, yeah? They lived in, like, that apartment They building. lived with Muhammad Atta? Yeah, so they mm-hmm. lived in, the, in those, but, like, I remember they, like, went to, like, some jail for, like, a couple months. Were there a lot of rich back. kids at your school? It seems like it's... There's rich kids, but it was mostly middle class. Mostly middle class. M- middle, upper class, but there are definitely... There was also, there's like Eagle Trace, which was one of the nicer neighborhoods, and they, they had a golf course that mm-hmm. was in the PGA Tour. Oh, yeah, I saw about that. Yeah, the Honda Classic was at Eagle Trace in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So, you, we had that. And it then, sounds like a white paradise. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. It definitely was made for a white paradise, and then eventually, like, people's income got better, and, like... 
But there was also, it wasn't necessarily, it changed. Maybe that's what the idea was. But then in the 90s, they started building apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. And then for, so the lower, for the lower income, yeah. people could live in this nice neighborhood. And I think that was what they were trying to like. It sounds like, like once they realized they weren't getting robots. Yeah, so uh, once they once they built the apartments, that's when minorities came in. Yeah. So, which they wanted because they wanted to be able to give them the equal opportunity for good schools. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were doing. So that was actually a good thing. So they're like, hey, maybe they can't afford a house, but if we build these apartments, they can get into the school. Hey, we're not attacking Coral Springs here. Okay. Well, I'm you just saying. High school wasn't crazy. I mean, there was just local high school parties. Nothing ever bad happened. Mm-hmm. A kid died. I remember one kid died. How did he die? What happened? He had a bad heart, but he was skipping school and they were partying, and and he like collapsed and they put him in the car and drove him to the hospital. And by the time he was there, he was dead. I grew up with him. Oh yeah, was yeah. he one of the sandlot kids? Or yeah, he grew up in my neighborhood. Oh much. dang. Yeah, but that that that's like the craziest like a kid dying. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. was crazy. Um, I mean, high school was pretty normal for me. I mean, like, we would, you start drinking at, like, 17, right? And yeah. you go to parties. I liked partying. That was fun. But, Were like, you partying was, the like, parties? No, I hated it. What are parties in, in a place like this? Because where I grew drinking. up. Yeah, well, drinking. Yeah, I know that. Drinking and smoking pot, and that's it. I no get drugs. I know what a party is, Michael. But, saying, no, but where are you guys partying? Whoever's parents are out of town. Out of town. Like, so it was, see, like, classic movie party, right? But senior year... There was one house where we'd always go to my buddy uh, Jason's house, and uh, by senior year, everyone's friends with everyone, mm-hmm. and his parents were cool, and we would go there, and we'd drink Miller High Life. They were the parents that let you drink as And we would always say, every Friday Saturday, How we'd just that? pick it up. There's always, and there's always just one parent yeah, who's cool that do that. Isn't that yeah. funny? Yeah. It's never like, oh, all of our parents are like that. No, it's like... I, I don't understand how they're cool with it. Cause yeah, I would, I, I would, I would freak out a bit. What if something happens to someone? Yeah, it's, that's what all the parents are. It's like my parents didn't become cool with it till like late senior year. They're like, yeah, but it's like four of you. Who cares? Yeah, no, I still twenty five kids drinking there. Totally, and it's not even like that. I wouldn't be that parent, not because I'm like, uh, oh, I'm not cool with you drinking. Like, it's not that. It's like I don't want that fucking liability in my house. That's that exactly what it is. Hops in a car and I'm going to jail. Yeah, you kids are gonna be why. totally fine. I'm not gonna. Be this. No. That's exactly why. What's it? Even now that I'm older, I'm like, who's doing that? Yeah, That's it's crazy. irresponsible as hell on yourself, not the yeah. kids. Um, well, his parents were not American, so maybe that's why. Wow, they I were like Anochi. Just they were from uh, Michael Anochi. Yeah, true American. They were uh, from Cuba. No, it, one of those weird. Dominican. No, it's not like a pot, like a small one. Guam. No, uh, it's like kind of. It's like a, a French... Haiti. No. I don't know. It doesn't Oh, well, I know it's It's white. Oh, it's white? They're white. Oh. They were white, but like, they're kind of more laid back. They're like, I, they had that mentality. Yeah, you can drink. Uh, yeah, you know they just I mean? don't know the American laws. And yeah, I mean, so they were cool. Usually it was more people like that. Yeah, it was like... I mean, my parents... My mom was British, so she was like more strict. With an accent? Yeah. No, she's British without one. <laughs> All right, that was a dumb question, but I mean, you could have been from England and moved here. She, when you were a she, kid. she was she was born in England, moved here, and then she was like, "I'm American." <laughs> your dad's your dad's Italian, your mom's British, but, but I'm first generation. Your first generation what? My mom's British, my dad's Italian. I'm first generation. Oh, your dad moved here from Italy. Uh-huh. Oh. My mom moved here from England. You're lying to me, really? No, I'm not. Why would I lie? I don't know. It's a podcast. You have to be honest. All right. That's why your hand goes on this. You go, do you tell, swear to tell the truth? Well, you just don't have the accent of someone whose parents have accents. What do you mean? 
I don't know. That's... Huh? Hey, it goes in and out. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It just goes back and forth. So it just like, happens. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? That's not an Italian accent. No shit. I can't do either because my brain was just like, what? what's going on? I couldn't understand anything. All right. So you got your act together in high school, right? You're, no, you're... probably well, you I had to get have, it. I still, to this day, haven't got my act together. You got your act together enough to where you graduated and you went to college, right? Oh yeah, I did. I I, I graduated with like a two four in high school. That's all you need. But but I had below a two point for the first three years of high school, and that's why I didn't play sports. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Couldn't. I couldn't uh, play. You had to have a two or higher because fret by by eighth grade was a late bloomer. I, I, I don't know if that's why. Mm-hmm. I, no, I think I just wanted to have fun. I, I like being around people. You just didn't like ha- like work in school, yeah, right? So like, I was the same and, way. And smoking pot, it was part of half, seeing Half-Baked. I just liked laughing, mm-hmm. and we would get high and laugh, and, and it was just fun. So I like didn't care about school, so I got bad grades. But I wasn't like a bad student. You weren't dumb. You no, just... and I wasn't a bad student. Like I wasn't like in class, like going fuck this teacher. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like sometimes just chill. And, I was the same way. I and laugh I, and make jokes. I couldn't make myself work hard on work that you weren't getting paid to do. That was yeah. my thing. Like it was like especially if I wasn't into it. And if you're not into it, you're not gonna be like if I don't give a shit about what we're reading about, I'm not gonna be able to keep the information. You know right. what I used to do a lot in in class in high school is I used to just like. Because I was such a big baseball fan, and 90s baseball was the best, I used to write down, like, the whole lineup for the Marlins, and then just, like, write down what I think their stats are going to be for the year. And then I would just, like, write it down. Oddly, the nerdiest shit anyone's ever done failing a class. And then I would do that for, like, the football team, or the... What's his name's gonna throw? That seems like a lot of work to not do I would write down the players, yeah, because instead of, like, doing the work in class, I would, like, just doodle and daydream, like... Right, what's his name's gonna have 45 home runs and 130 RBIs, and then what's his name's gonna be batting fifth and have 23 home runs, and then we're gonna go 100 wins, and then this is my prediction of who's gonna be in the playoffs. And I used to just do that, and then just do that over and over the same all the time. It's terrible. It was fun for me though. It, I mean, have, have fun doing it. Do what you want. Do what you love. All right, so you get you know you get I we make it through high school somehow. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't tough. I mean, a couple fights here and there. I got beat up. You know? Oh yeah, you got in fights in high school. Yeah, in in the high school, I got over what? Time. What happened? Just like I was like, you know, like a class comic kid got annoyed, and I was like, screw you, bro. And I had a temper, and then we got in a fight, and I got suspended for like three days. It was your fault. I mean, you you both. Take, take the blame for it. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I was definitely. I could have walked away. Yeah. What'd you make fun of him for? What'd you do? No, he like came up to me and I was like, "Shut up, bitch," or something like that. It was just like dumb shit, you know. And he, pu- and he punched me in the face. I feel like you're leaving something out here. No, like I was just in class being a, 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 like fooling around, and he said something to me. I don't know, remember what. And I was like, "No, fuck you." It was just like one of those. He was one like, of fuck those. you, fuck you. Just test out. And then like when we left class, we were walking down the hall, and like he he didn't say anything, but then he he was stopped in the hall and I walked by, and I was like, "Yeah." Bro, don't ever fucking talk to me like that again. I'll, like, I'll fuck you up. And then he punched me in the face. Mm-hmm. And we started like. Was he bigger than you? No. Did you win the fight? No, he won. He threw he the won. first punch. Whoever right. throws the first punch wins. That's not true. When you don't fight and you're just like a kid. Oh, yeah. I you guess. know what I mean? Like if you're not a professional fighter, you throw the first punch, you win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not like in 
real fighters, but like I got punched, I went to the ground. <laughs> oh, it was a one punch knockout. No, it was like, like one punch, and I was shocked. I was like, oh my god, we're fighting in school. Uh-huh. Like I, I was all talk. I would never. I was like, my mom's gonna be so mad. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about. Yeah, you're right. And of course she was. You know, I was more worried about like the consequences of yeah fighting mom. in school. That's that's hardcore. Yeah. That's like you don't fuck around with that. You get you get expelled yeah. and shit. Which at the time, you know, you're like, well, suspended. You don't get expelled. Mm-hmm. Unless you like do something crazy. Um, did you? So you're. I mean, South Florida. You're not really in the South. Uh, what's what are the other kids in school like in, in in this high school? Like, is it? You know, you get the like. There's a lot of. There was a lot of Jewish people. Oh yeah. In Cold Springs. Mm-hmm. How'd you, you feel about crappy, that? <laughs> they were my, they were my best friends. Oh yeah. You didn't care, and then like. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Um, I mean, like, uh, you know, it is Florida. Is, is, are there southern kids there at no, all? No, it's not None? southern. It was just more like... No culture. Probably more of a New York vibe there, because that's what it was. Because a lot of, like... A lot of more all like the you. Jewish people, they, all the Jewish people, they came, their grandparents or someone was from the Northeast. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you had... There's Italians down there. And then... Yeah, I mean, everyone was just, uh, there was a lot of white people, but yeah. it was just like, they all came from somewhere else. It had that suburb feel. I, it sounds like, like no you're telling was, me about it, yeah. and it sounds like every teen movie. No Southerners. It's no Texas, no uh, Georgia. There's no like, hey, what's up? I want to no. go ride the church. There is, there, those kids were cut that, the, I heard the west coast of Florida was like that, like Fort Myers, if you grew mm-hmm. up in, in, in the suburbs. Oh, there. everything on the Gulf is like Yeah, that. I heard was like more southern You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we, we're going to go fishing, like. There weren't people, there wasn't like a crew of kids in our high school who's like, we're fishers. We're going to go fishing. I don't like, think anyone says they're fishers. I don't know. But I feel like they are. I feel like people are like, we're going to go fishing and hunting. Like, that's not a thing. You don't go hunting or fishing in Florida. You in know, South next Florida, time, Florida. Next time someone asks you to do a British accent, just try to do your fisher's accent. My fisher's accent. Yeah, that sounds more British than Does it sound more British if I'm fishing? No. And then like... Like, there was just, like, yeah, it was, like, more, like, everyone was just, like, yeah, mom, give me money, we'll go shopping at the mall. There's malls. You malls. go to malls. Fucking malls and rec leagues. You go to the park and play rec league, rec soccer. If you play rec soccer, you're, like, what are you doing? Everyone played soccer. Everyone played soccer and baseball, even if you weren't good. All right, you made it out. You get done with high school. Are you one of those kids you're, like, I'm fucking out of here, I'm never coming back? Or no, I, I thought I was going to grow up and like have a family and live in South Florida for the rest of my life. Is that what you wanted to do? I think so, yeah. Yeah? What happened? Well, I wanted to do stand-up when I was in middle school and high school when I learned what stand-up was. Mm-hmm. Well, I always wanted to be an actor first. Yeah. First and foremost. Well, first and foremost, professional baseball player. Mm-hmm. Once you kind of... You're in denial about it, but once you go, well, I guess that really is crazy that that's not going to happen. Yeah. I did always want to be an actor, but then like, or like it was SNL. I was like, oh, I want to be on that. It's like my my SNL for me. My influences were like more Will Ferrell, Mm -hmm. because in middle school he was like that was when he was popping. It was more, yeah, SNL. And then like I remember watching stand up. I don't know who it was, but it was like on HBO or something. I remember seeing some old Carlin clips. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing Chris Raw. I remember seeing Ellen. But I didn't follow, I wasn't, it's crazy, like, until I started stand-up, I didn't know that there was, like, a community of people who follow stand-up. Yeah, same. I didn't know that. I was just like, I thought everyone 
new stand-up how I did. Like, you know the three people. Yeah. And that's it. Exa- especially for, like, because I feel like growing up when we grew up, but I'm it's 30, like that, you're 33. Yeah. Um, when we were young, it was like, yeah, I was the same way. SNL yeah. was, like, top for me. I yeah. was like, all right, that's what comedy is. They taught me, like, what funny is. Simpsons taught me what funny is. Same thing. Oh, so you grew up in the suburbs? It's SNL and Simpsons. Yeah, and it's like you, uh, and then... But you know stand-up. My dad was obsessed with Carlin. He would make me watch Carlin. I didn't like Carlin even because he like made me watch it. I I couldn't appreciate it yet and prior. But to me, stand-up was either old stuff, like from the 70s, but all the new stuff was like either you had to be like a character, like Jeff Foxworthy, like you had to have some sort of character, or you were like the cool black guy, like Chris Rock. Bernie Mac, those were the only stand-up that I liked. I didn't think normal people could be stand-up comedians at that time. Yeah, I didn't really know. I I, I don't remember. I, like I said, the only earliest memories I have of stand-up was like, I guess I remember seeing Richard Pryor in movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was a stand-up. Just going, oh, I, this guy's kind of funny. Yeah. He had like a funny personality. I remember seeing George Carlin a little bit and, be, and I would watch it and just be like, I would. Oh, I remember seeing his HBO specials and not like, I couldn't even remember what bits I was seeing. I just knew that, like, this is the guy who has everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember Ellen. I remember some of her bits. Dude, I fucking love Ellen. Oh, yeah. yeah. She made me laugh a lot. And then I remember I was one, but my first time I have this memory, I was on couch and I was watching something. It could have been anyone. I don't know who was on it. Mm-hmm. It might have been one of those shows where it's just a random comics on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, how do they do that? Dad? Yeah. I was like, that's great. He, so he just goes out there and, and is just talking. I just said, no, man, he, he's like, he writes it, and it's a routine, and like, I didn't even understand it, and people still to this day don't know that. Yeah. I, so I guess my dad had the knowledge to know that, like, stand-up was an act. Yeah. It wasn't just made up, because even now, today, people are like, are you just like, you just make it up? Like, they don't mm-hmm. know it's an act. Like, some people will go to a show, some people go sometimes, will like, when I'm on the road with Chris, like, they'll go, if, you, if you're a, a fan of a comic, and you go to his show... Crystalia. Yeah. So, but if you're a fan of any comic who's big, mm-hmm. Sebastian, Bill Burr, Louis, if you go to their show, let's say you went to the show today, if you go back in three months and see him, you're gonna see the same thing. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to go. Yeah. Only go see your favorite comic once every two years. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna see the same stuff. Some a lot of people don't know yeah. that. They don't realize that. So they'll go to these shows sometimes twice in a year, and they'll be like, "He did the same stuff." And like, yeah. yeah. And really, that's two, what an act years, is. That, two years has become more, I mean... Well, that's crazy that that's even a People thing are pumping it out so yeah. much. It used to be I don't agree with that, I wouldn't do that. Uh, what? You don't agree with... I mean, I, I get that it would be hard if they're offering you a $3 million or a million for a special, for a special yeah. thing. you got to put it out. But I don't think like things are really special how they are now. It's more like, no, it's hey, just put out an hour and you're like, here's what I'm talking about now. So yeah. it, that's how it is now and that's just changed the game. But it's like, changed it completely. It's but, made people's specials not as good anymore. But that's, but that's not what it is. It's almost like now Netflix is not, it's not about being special. It's just about, it's almost like that's the half hour presents now yeah. are Netflix hours. And so that being said, I remember my dad was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, that's when I go. Oh, I want to, I want to do stand up." Mm-hmm. But then, like, you live in South Florida, like, well, you're not going to be a stand up because you live in Florida. Mm-hmm. You're going to move to LA? What are you crazy? Yeah. So that wasn't an option. So after high school, I went to college and was just like, "Oh, let's be in a frat and party. That looks fun." Yeah. You, you didn't do stand up in college? No. No. So all right, you make, you make it to college. Um, yeah. And. Uh, well, how's that go? Maybe just wanted to have fun. It same was such thing. A good time. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is fun. It was, uh, it was like being at camp and never going home. You're like, oh, I'm with my friends all the time. I was like that for the first two years, and then 
uh, and then I wanted to leave because I knew I was moving out here after. So I just like I oh. wanted to get done with college. I had so. no idea. For me, it was just like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have no plan, but I know like I'll have to get a job and like start a family. Like so, you didn't know you wanted to do stand up yet at this point. You're in college. I wanted to do. Stand-up. You wanted to, but you didn't know how. I, to. I wanted to do stand up and be an actor in middle school, and then in high school we had like looked at like what you would do after high school mm-hmm. and I was in drama throughout high school yeah same area but like I didn't do drama I like the teacher would like she knew how I was and I was like yo can we go play whose line is it anyways in the corner me and these three kids would play whose line is it anyways hell yeah and she would let us do that and we would like we would do the same things they did we're like let's do the party scene and like you have to make shit up and that was fun and then uh, and then yeah then I was just like oh but so I you was- didn't do forensics do you know what that is no. The forensic, it was basically like improv, like competitions for like middle school and high school. No, because our teacher was very theater. Yeah. Like she was like, let's do it. Like, and then you, by, by the third year, you had to do like one. I remember I played Jack in uh, The Child of the Big Bad Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, uh, yeah. And then, but then I got a little more into stand up in college, like watching it, because I think, feel like there was a boom. In it was a boom, yeah. That's when like Dane Cook of Dane and everything. Buck, and then there was a Louis, and then. Louie, I didn't know about until no, I got No, but Louie, like, yeah. Like, I never, maybe for you, you that, that three years makes a difference. Mm, I, yeah. I remember being at UCB 101 when I first moved out here in 2010, and someone mentioned Louie, and I go, who's that? I said, uh, I didn't even know who Louie was until 2011. I didn't know who any comics were. Yeah, that boom, Literally. that boom, like, what I remember. But Dane Cook, and it was Dane Cook and Cat Williams. Exactly. Those, those, those are the guys that, like, kind of blew two. it up. And, and they were great. And I, I looking back, both of their stand-ups from back then hold up. I mean, yeah, dude, absolutely. They were hilarious, dude. too. And, they, and then... Uh, People who talk shit on Dane Cook have no yeah. idea what they're talking about. His old no, shit yeah, was like... Yeah, his old shit's great. No one will hate on that. I mean, yeah. it influenced everyone doing comedy now. And yeah, he boomed it. it. What, what he's doing today is different. I don't know. I can't explain it, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's older, but maybe he didn't, whatever. That's uh, everyone else's opinion. He still knows how to write a joke. It's just different. Yeah. But he was, it was crazy. And then, so we was watching that, and then I even went to a comedy show in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. They had a, there was a comedy club there. I don't know who I was seeing. Florida has a good scene. They've always had it. You know, a lot yeah. of guys come out of there. Don't know who I saw. I went to one in South Florida, too, before I moved out here, but... I thought about it a little bit in college, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and I would always, like, I had a book where I'd, like, write some ideas. But like, that would be funny, because me and my friend loved it. We were all silly. And then uh, after college, like, I had a girlfriend senior year. We broke up, and then I was just, like, in the sales jobs, mm-hmm. and I was, like, going to work. What were you I, selling? Pharmaceutical sales was the first one. Then That's good money. No, but I wasn't in it yet. It was uh, just, like, a, an entry-level shitty one. And then, like... Uh, Health insurance. Then I worked for uh, CBON, which is like. And this uh, is all after college. You're yeah, still. Oh, uh, I was getting fired from every job. But this is when I first realized I was working at the pharmaceutical sales job. It was an entry level sales job, and I got my buddy the job there, and we were in cubicles and shit like that. And I used to stand up and be like, "Yo," and say like funny ideas. And my best friend, he was like, "Dude, that's funny." And then that's when he started planning to get. He's like, "Dude, don't tell him yet. I think you should do it." Mm-hmm. And I was going through a break, and I wasn't happy. And I was like, "I don't want to be in this like." I hated the idea of getting up. I remember I would get up, I'd wake up at 8.30, I'd go, and then get to work. We'd get off work, I would go to the gym if I had energy. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was done with the gym and you eat, it was like 8, 9. It was like, all right, you got to go to bed and do it again. And, and I hated that. Yeah. That made me disgust. I was like, wait, so you do this for the next 30 years? And I was like, I cannot do that. And you had graduated college at this point. So yeah, yeah. For, 
in your face, this is your life right now. Yeah, this is your this life. This is forever. my first time seeing. It. I go, well, this is what everyone said. I go, oh, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and then you get married, and then I was like, no way. And then I, I just wasn't happy, and I just told my, I was like, I gotta do this. Yeah, moved to LA just on. Sorry, it was a Lamborghini going by. Just on like sheer. I gotta do this. I yeah, gotta I'm get out of here. This. Yeah. So you move out here, and 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 you decide. You decide you're never going back, or like it wasn't, at that point. Never, yeah, it wasn't never. It wasn't like there was no. I never, I never thought about the future. I just yeah. was taking it one day. I was like, "This is what I'm gonna do." I was like, "Don't get me like I would never." I'm not gonna say I'd live here forever because if like SNL was like, "Hey, oh, yeah, come obviously. then I'm like, then I'm gonna live in New York for the meantime." I just mean your your yeah. mindset at that time. You're you're done. You finished college. You know, you got you graduate. You got this job. You're like, I can't fucking do this. Yeah, you get broken up with. That's always a major yeah, part with it. I couldn't be in the Matrix. That shit scared the shit out of me. And were you still in Coral Springs or were you in Tallahassee? No, I was or? in Fort Lauderdale after college. Oh, yeah. So, which is like a little bigger city. Like, so I was hanging out more of like in the city. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger city. And but you like, never decided to do comedy down there at all? No. Some people, I remember when I, I said I'm going to move to LA to do stand up, a couple people were like, well, why don't you just start Start here? there, yeah. And I go, no. In my head, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it where all the best people do. Are you happy that you made that decision? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I I started out here because I was moving out here anyway. Yeah. People were like, how did you do it? I go, It's hard. It's a lot harder to start out here, for sure. Yeah, I think you learn better. I think think you you learn faster. I think it gets harder when you get to five, six years in and you need more stage time. But then you got to work and you got to go to San Diego, you got to go OC. Yeah, it gets harder now. There's pros and cons for sure. I think I would never tell anyone, hey, you're out here, don't start out here get out here but i would always tell someone like hey if you're somewhere start there first and then come yeah i, I disagree really yeah i i think uh, okay so even if you do two years wherever you are and uh, how about this i do, here's all i agree i get if you're in chicago if you're in seattle yeah. if you're in san francisco if you're in san diego that's pretty much it yeah if you're in any other city if you're in any other city move to new york or la yeah but i'll give you the benefit of that with san francisco san diego seattle because there's a kind of a scene there yeah. where you can get heat and pick up and know people. But like if you're in like Charlotte mm-hmm. or Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's a great scene. Sure. But like who do, who do you know? Yeah. I, all right. How about this? Perfect example. I have a good friend. His name's Chappelle Lacey. Mm-hmm. He's a comic in Arizona. All right. He's done it all mm-hmm. over there. He's been there. I've known him for three years. All right. He's open for everyone. Yeah. Because he's there. I go, okay, now what, bro? That's the trap of being I go, what are you doing? Cool. But, like, nobody knows you. Exactly. Nobody knows who you are, so move the fuck to L.A. Yeah. And it's scary, and you're not going to get stage time anymore, and you're going to have to learn. But you don't need to do – you know what you need when you're in L.A.? A dope five minutes. Mm -hmm. If it's dope, people will notice you. Yeah. So you don't need to be doing 20 minutes when you're three years in or four years in. Just get out here and, like – also, part of the game is called show business. It's fucking meeting people and building relationships and learning from them. Mm-hmm. You also, like, every time I'm on the road and there's a local host, you know what I see? I see that, well, everyone's influenced through something. You could always tell when a young comic how they're influenced. That's, that means you're learning, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But I see fucking flat jokes, like jokes that, like, they don't know that, like, oh, that's been done. Yeah. You don't realize, like, you know, when you first start, you'll, you'll hear, like, I, I, there was a lot of jokes, like, oh, um... I still see it every time. Every month or two months, you'll hear a comic doing a joke about Spirit Airlines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't, I, I, I had it. I fell for that trap. Mm-hmm. I did that. Like, you, you don't, it takes so, you got to do comedy for so long before you start, 
seeing everything and go, no, that's been done. This has been done. And then what's original. So you're not original when you're just staying in. I think, I think you, you have a competitive mindset and uh, I'm the same way. And that's why I look at the pros of starting out here because you do kind of, you're stuck around the best of the best out here and you're seeing what it makes you better. Some people, it doesn't make them better. Some people that just like, well, that's their work. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. If you, if, if you are grinding out and like doing, doing the mic, like here's what it's good for you in LA is LA makes you go like. It weaves out the people who aren't strong enough to do this. It's like you, you can come out here. How about this? If you start stand-up in uh, whatever city, mm-hmm. okay, and you're getting 20 minutes on one night and you're willing to take two nights off because you did 20 minutes the other night and then you can get a 30-minute set here and there, that's like that's what you're used to. Then when you move here, you're not going to get those sets, but you're going to be like, oh, I got up today. Like. Whereas I, for the first four years, I probably hit fifteen mics a week easily. Like yeah, I got up fighting five, for I three got, minutes. Yeah, I got five. I got up five hundred times a year yeah. for the first four years. I was grinding. I met everyone. It's where I met some of my peers, which peer, peers help drive it. Mm-hmm. But like, you also want to have mentors too. Yeah. There's both. But uh, it, it's just like you were grinding around, and it might have not been smart work. You know what I mean? Like now I work smarter. Like. Mm-hmm. But I, but I was addicted to like getting up. So even yeah. if I wasn't even, even if I was saying the same joke four times in one night and not changing it around, it just got me comfortable on stage with that. And it made you like go, oh, you have to grind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's that. You know what I mean? That is another pro of starting out here. Yeah. You don't have any, because the people that come out here after they've been doing it three or four years. Uh, they have this like feeling of like, oh, I'm already, I should get past right away. And then they get shut down. Yeah. They get stuck back down. It's like for people that start out here, we never feel good about. You also. It's always going to be shitty out Starting out here makes you write more too. I'll bet you, you fucking don't write as much when you're in these towns and you're like, Mm -hmm. because you probably, I would think when you're two years in, if you've been doing comedy two years in like Seattle or like Phoenix or anywhere. You probably have twenty minutes pretty quick, mm-hmm. and then you have an act two years in. Yeah, then and you it's don't not have good. to write. Yeah, it's probably not good, but you have an act because you you got to do sh- good shows where you don't get, you you learn your act through doing good shows, and then you hear it and you're like, okay, I got seven laughs through these twenty minutes, seven big laughs and some chuckles. Like I have an act, whereas like here you got to keep writing and get bigger laughs because you see what kind of laughs these other guys are getting, mm-hmm. and you're writing more and and. You don't like. I didn't really have an act until I was like four years in. Yeah, I remember that's when, like, I remember when I even when I was doing gigs, like, for the first three years, like, if I was doing ten minutes one night, the next night that ten minutes set was gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Whereas like today, if I'm doing twenty, thirty, I know exactly what I'm doing. It's yeah. an act. Like you, so it's like I don't think you should have an act when you're three years in. Exactly. I think you I should be writing, think you should be working towards your best. Trying five. different jokes. Yes, all all the time. Whereas like if you start someone else, you have an act. And it's probably bad, mm-hmm. and it's probably just like based off of where you got laughs, and it's not really your point of view. Mm-hmm. Totally, and so that's what you came that. out here. You fucking jumped it up. We're almost to an hour, um, and uh, yeah, you did it. And now, uh, well, let 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 people know where they can find you, like online and stuff. Uh, you just go to Michael Inochi. Michael Inochi. And you'll be fine. At Michael Inochi. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're out on the road a lot with uh, Chris D'Elia. You, yeah. started, you started opening for him a while back, right? Uh, I, yeah, I started hosting for him in 2013. Yeah. I would host, like, kind of locally. 
And then in 2015, he started letting me do a feature spot. Do feature stuff. Yeah. And you've been out on the road a lot lately. Uh, but yeah. just got a, a huge thing down up in Montreal. You just got yeah. JFL on New Faces, which, you know, today that's as close as we'll ever get to a Carson type yeah, thing. You know, like that's, that's kind of like that a. Felt good. It gives you a, you know. Yeah, you have that, a chance now. That yeah. feels you. That gives you uh, validation. Hell yeah, dude. for sure. So you got great things going, and it all started in Coral Springs. In Coral Springs, which is a, was a very uh, was a town made based off racism, and beans and green beans. Green beans, specifically green beans, the titan of the bean patch. Which is crazy. I didn't know that, but I mean. Well, now you know, and now you know that the the spirit. The, the the work ethic of Henry Lyons and the, and John Hunt. And that's now, where it comes from. The work ethic. The work Cole ethic Springs, of Michael Linochi. Cole Springs develops great work ethic. Yep. Once every, once every 50 years. If you have a passion and a vision like Henry and the Terravella guy, he had a vision for what he was building. Exactly. So that's how that works. So keep an eye out for Michael Linochi. He's got the spirit of the bean patch in him. And uh, I, he's going to do I'm great things. I'm actually going to get a tattoo of a bean. You should. All right. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah.